0: We're continuing to explore this Klipas Neuga story, this middle ground, which is one of the biggest ideas of Tanya, this idea that things are either good and not good, and then there is potential, which is pretty much most of this world. I'm recording this right now while on holiday, walking on a beautiful scenery and enjoying the gifts of nature. Now that can be a positive it could be energizing it could be recovering so that we could go back and continue you know doing the good work or it can be just pleasure for the sake of pleasure and then it's no longer holy so in the words of the tanya today someone who is just gluttonously eating meat they just eat meat because they like it and gobble down wine or whiskey, he doesn't say whiskey, he says wine, just for the sake of bodily appetite and animal soul, then through that they take the, the meat and wine that could have been elevated to holiness and they downgrade it into the three klipot atmeot, the three impure klipot, they downgraded it into impurity and unkosher. Unkosher as in something that's impossible to be elevated talking about kosher, it's interesting the word kasher literally translates kosher, the word kosher translates as potential it's something that has the potential Nikshar, it has the potential to, for something it's the, the definition of potential what's the connection? because a kosher piece of meat has the potential to be elevated the non-kosher meat piece of meat does not have that Now what happens is, if let's say I eat the meat and I didn't have the right intention, so now I downgrade it. However, I can elevate it one day. Why? Because even though I now put it into the world of impurity, ultimately it was was a kosher piece of meat. And it was kosher wine. So therefore, when I return to serve Hashem with passion and connection, I can elevate, even the stuff that I downgraded, I can elevate it back with me. And he says, interesting, in halakha, when something is permitted, we say it's mutar. When something is prohibited, we say it's asur. Now, mutar literally translates as released. Asur means bound. So, for example, when you have a knot, if you bind a knot, it's asur if you unbind the knot it's mutar so something that was mutar permitted even if at the time we didn't use it for the right reason we can elevate it at the right time he says so too when it comes to intimacy if it was kosher intimacy In other words, mikvah is being uh, used and it's obviously with a woman that someone's halachically allowed to marry and they're married, according to Torah, even if the intimacy was not done with the right intention, it still has purity to it. And therefore, one day when a person repents, they can elevate it back up. But if it was an unkosher intimacy, then it does not have the potential to be elevated until Mashiach comes which then all impurity will be removed from this earth and everything will then be able to be refined or if somebody does a tshuva which is so wholehearted and so all-consuming and so full that they literally reach the level of tshuva that sins can turn into mitzvot which is the greatest level of tshuva possible, where you literally cleave to God. And there are people who do that, people who achieve such a level of tshuva, such a level of wanting to connect to Hashem, they have this yearning, tzama a yearn for Hashem, even more than a tzaddik, because a tzaddik never fell so far. A thirst only comes from the lack, And somebody who sinned has a lack. A tzaddik doesn't have a lack. So they could have this incredible, intense level of tshuva, which elevates even sins. But tshuva that's not done for such a level, on such a level, even though it's still tshuva, he cannot turn his sins into a mitzvah, and he cannot elevate the impure things from klipah until Mashiach comes, when death and impurity will be removed forever.